AF eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty. Hello and welcome to AF Eloquence, a show where we are eloquent as fuck about all things football. My name is Bart Welch. And my name is Emil Freund. Thanks for joining us wherever you are tuning in from. It is Wednesday, the 9th of September. The time is about 2.30 in the afternoon and we are right at the tail end of round 16, Bart. We've got one game left tonight. It is, of course... The Q Clash. Game of the round. you got to save the best till last, merely. And I think everybody around the country is waiting with bated breath for this big clash. Well, a lot of people have said that uh, the grand final this year, it'll be the biggest sporting event uh, to happen in Queensland, perhaps outside of, uh, you know, Commonwealth Games or State of Origin. But did they forget the Q Clash? It's a big oversight on their behalf, merely. Uh, I think the only thing that could be even bigger than the Q Clash is if the Q Clash happened in the grand final in, in Queensland. Oh, a Q some... Clash for the ages. <laughs> yeah. Old-time Q Clash. Um, well, we this, will be the on, this will be the only year so uh, that we can you know, reasonably foresee that that would be a possibility. But unfortunately, the giant, I mean, the Gold Coast have not held up their end of the bargain. They won't be playing finals. No. What a pity. It the, is a the, pity. The game that everyone wanted to see. I know. We've been yearning, wanting this for years. Many, many, many years. Seven (laughs) years, maybe. (laughs) Well, at least. At least seven years. But even before the GC were a twinkle in Gill's eye, uh, I think everyone's been kind of keen for a double Queensland header at the Gabba to finish off the last Sunday in October or whenever the fucking grand final will be. Who knows? Who knows? That's right. Someone. In the last week of October, you put the yeah. Q clash in the rack and you head on home. <laughs> right. With, well, some, someone will be racking up at the end of the night, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Heading out to Cavill Avenue. hey yo, we got lots to cover. There's heaps, there's heaps going on in football. And what a funny end tail end of the season we're having. Uh, it seems to me that nobody wants those final spots in the eight. No, they've fallen over themselves to, to to lose it. Yeah, they're giving them up. They are uh, they're, they're they're there for anyone to take. Melbourne doesn't want it. GWS don't want it. The Blues maybe want it. A little too oh, late. The doggies little too late. Too little too late. The doggies want it. They probably. want it. They yeah. probably want it the most. Actually, they know. They know that seventh or eighth spot is yeah, is prime. It's the sweet spot. That's pole it's, position. That's they don't it. want a second chance. That's uh-uh. too. If you get a second chance, you're not an underdog. <laughs> you're only trying half as hard for your first one. Yeah, that's right. Saving a little for next week. Yeah, that's not the dog's style. Uh-uh. They want to. Uh-uh. They want to land in seventh or eighth and then beat the teams above them, which is what they do mm. best. Um, so the doggies want it, but you're right, Mealy. Those that seventh and eighth spot, it is up for grabs. It really is. It's an odd one because Melbourne capitulated. 
over uh, through the week. And then the Giants last night. Dropped a big one against the Crows, oh. who are looking something else. That's two in a row. My question is, will they ever lose again? I don't think they will. I think that the um, the work they've put in, the groundwork they've put in, and the, mm. the, the mental preparation, I think it's actually finally all just paying off now. So the thing about the <laughs> seeds of collective mind is they take a while. You've got to water them. And then a few years on, you really start to get the benefits. So here That's it right. is. Oh, we're finally seeing the fruits of their labour. If, if only people hadn't interfered early, imagine what this great club could have been. Right? With Matthew Nix at the helm. Whew. Oh, one could only dream. Well, now, hopefully for our uh, long-suffering Crows fans, for our 15-week suffering Crows fans, <laughs> they can... Um, Get back on top, but yeah, yeah. It, you've you've been to the depths of it, and now it's time to now it's time to scale the the heights. The, the been de- too long. The depths of their collective minds, and now <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> um, but yes, Mealy, that was a that was a bad loss, and I personally loved it as a Saints fan, just to mm-hmm. make it a little easier on us. To hopefully, uh, we don't have to. F- we can we probably can fall across the line now. A couple games sure. to go. Better. Well, you've got you've got West Coast uh, in the round in the round coming up, and mm. then the, your last game of the season is against uh, GWS. Well isn't done, it? Emil. Yeah, okay, that is good work. It's exactly right. So, what do they say about your destiny being in your own hands, or something yeah. like that? Same goes for Melbourne and GWS. So the Giants play Melbourne this week. Yeah, uh, real eight pointer, big eight pointer, and then of course they play us, and I think Melbourne. I can't actually remember who they play in the last round, but it's a similar story. They they just have to win. We all have to win. We all have to win. I would really hope for a draw in that Giants-Melbourne game. I think that's the only way the, that oh, well, yeah. that gives us the best chance how of is, getting yeah, through. Yeah, how, how can it happen? So it <laughs> Oh, it's be, mathematical, but It's mathematical. <laughs> I love that every year. It's, it's pretty much always, there's always a point where it's still mathematical for the Blues to make finals. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's always the Blues too. And it's, often, it's often like up until about round eight or nine. Yes. But this year we got it all the way to round 16 and that's improvement. That's very much so. And in an 18 round season with a bye, that's True. pretty much live till the end. So that's a fair point. Our season is still alive. Much like the game last night, we uh, managed to stay in it. I mean, it is like we need to win our games. Um, yeah. Where we need to win games and have a healthy percentage boost uh, against one of our final two opponents, who are Adelaide and and in the last round of the season we play Brisbane. So we're probably Difficult. like we need to yeah we need to get a we need to get a big win against Adelaide, which at the moment is, hey, is tough not as to easy be, as man. it was early in the season. No, that's right. They've got the power pose back. They are oh. they're feeling strong. Crouch yeah, Brothers man. found some form. Yeah. The, the Crouch Brothers are standing up. <laughs> we are on fire today, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those pods. It really is. Oh dear, strap yourselves in. We've got a lot to get through. Um, so yeah. Richmond, uh, Richmond, mm. and they're off-field indiscretions. Mm. They, are, they are the problem child this year, they aren't are. they? The bad people of the AFL. They are, they've got, I think uh, Collingwood will have a, a bit to say about this at the moment. They, they, yeah, what, uh, what are Collingwood going to dish up towards the end of the season to pip Richmond at the post as being the uh, nasty boys of the AFL. They'll have something up their sleeves. They'll have another DUI there or some yeah. possession. Darcy or Moore will murder someone. Or... <laughs> yeah. 
I hope not. He's the one person who seems like actually has a bit of an all right head on his shoulders. Well, that, that'd be the surprising thing. True, of course. You know? That's a good point. That's one. Yeah, yeah that's an ace up the- Buckley's sleeve. <laughs> Unleash more. <laughs> on some murderous rampage. Yeah. yeah, well, the Tigers, man. They um. So I'm sure everyone's probably pretty across it. It was Sydney Stack and um, Coleman. Jo- bloke. Old mate Coleman yeah. Jones. Uh, yep. So the hyphen. Yes, and they were so they were out on the GC, yeah, enjoying like Caval Avenue or something All that, mate, absurd. What? When people come to the Gold Coast, they come to surfers and they go to Caval Avenue, and Caval Avenue is famous around the world for culture, for conversation, for for art, and and of course, where do you think Sydney Stack and what's his name were at? They were enjoying just some of the sights that Cavill Avenue has to offer. They were at Hollywood Showgirls. Hey-o. Hey-o. Believe it or not, they weren't yeah. at City to Beach or they weren't. But no. I, sh- I should have just said Ripley's, believe it or not, they weren't there. Oh, they weren't there either. That's an, I'm pretty sure that's in Cavill Avenue. That is, yeah. And then getting a tasty kebab, not at, you know, some of, I'm sure, the Gold Coast's many fine dining establishments. Oh, they yeah. weren't there. So they and then got into a scrap, right? Also got into a uh, fight. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the fight, but I know that they took an Uber home. And, that, and none of this stuff they're meant to do. No, oh, God, no, absolutely not. Why? Yeah, the f- they can't. They're in the they're in the AFL quarantine like, hubs. That none of this. It's no. so clear. It can't so even go to Ripley's. Believe it or not, if, I can't if, believe. You know, if they were I, having a quiet night down. Yeah. <laughs> I can't and won't believe that, or right. will I? <laughs> <laughs> That's so redonk, uh, isn't it? I, I don't know. Jeez, you don't want to lean into that stereotype that AFL players are thick as. But what the fuck? What the fuck? Well, look, Carolyn Wilson. I, you know, I, I raise these points a lot because I think that the Age Real Footy podcast is a good one, one. Of the better shows out there and really have a commitment to journalism rather than just trying to go for lols and, and be part of the boys club. They're actually interested in stories. Not the low bearing fruit and puns yeah. like the we the we <laughs> swing for. That's it. That's eloquent oh. SOBs. Yeah, right. If only. Um, but she raised a great point and she was talking about the leadership of the club um, and the way Damien Hardwick came out and was really critical of, you know, Sydney and Jong Longmai, but also the AFL and then and, and swung a bit when um, people were criticising Tom Lynch for his, you know, violent acts on field. And, and then, of course, Cochin was, was doing a bit the same and, def- and um, he was he had his nose out of joint on a few things, named, like partly his, his partner and, and Brooke Cochin yeah. and her, her, her breaking of the... The rules as and well. So, Brooke Cotton's like, old man came in for his two cents. Yeah, and was it? Yeah, and another like another partner of someone in the club jumped in. So many t- demands, and then they, of course, like Mitch Cleary, the journalist at AFL, uh, was AFL.com, AFL.com yeah. was let go after retweeting just the image that Brooke Cotton put up on her own personal <sighs> uh, social media pages. Yeah, mate. Yeah, those Tigers. They, um, I think that. Um, Richmond and Collingwood should face off in some kind of like murder do- Thunderdome esque like purge night where Ooh. they put their best criminally inclined players up against each other and yeah. see who can break the most rules in the foulest of manners. Yeah, man. Uh, who's going to claim victory over Victoria Street? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. 
were saying about you know seventh and eighth looking like people are just don't want that spot mm-hmm. um and we're we're reaching you know the tail end of the home and away season we've got two more rounds to go starting from tomorrow night thursday night indeed and we're look we're seeing across the board it probably has something to do with people giving giving up these spots it's just People look tired. Don't they, they do. Don't, they really do. Didn't notice on the weekend, like how, or over this week, like some of the better teams, it's, it's across the board. It's kind of, it doesn't matter where you are on the ladder. You are seeing, we're seeing some tired players, some tired bodies. And, and there's a few, a few levels to that as well. There's obviously the physical pressure that they're under and the mental drain. And then there's also, you know, the, the away from family, away from support. Um, there's all yeah, of those kind of processes that you have for dealing with the stress and anxiety of the season. Are, are, disappeared not to mention whatever you have you know that you can normally do for a routine to wind down you just don't have access there maybe you be. like to head out to ripley's believe it or not well you'd you know? love to you know or if you leave high casbolt's kids you'd love to go to a theme park and your grandparents take you and then bang not allowed sorry that. imagine well, me and levi coming home with three screaming toddlers can't how can even you take him out clunk a mark when you can't even take your kids out to the park that's it. <laughs> Just a little side note on Levi Casbolt. Um, I don't know if we. I don't think we covered it on this pod, or if we did, then I think it's worth a re-mention. But oh, there's, there's always know, time for Levi Casbolt there, on this pod. There is. There is. Um, his nickname at the club for a long time was Big Meat. But interesting. He's recently he's recently switched to vegetarianism, and so now his nickname is Big Veg, Big Tofu, Big Tofu, <laughs> <laughs> the man himself. Ah, big tofu. Yeah. Good on him. Switching to a a plant-based diet and Uh uh, equally, maybe a more comical name as well, big tofu. It's quite, it's not really a shortened, you know, Levi is... Uh, It it doesn't feel like it's about his dick, which helps. Well, good. Because when you said big meat, yeah, there's there's (laughs) only one thing I'm thinking about. Yep. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's not a big steak. Uh, the big bataki ham between his legs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the big uncut bataki ham. Hey, oh, big tofu. Hello. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, Levi. Gee, he's uh, you know can take a mark, Emil. He can. Um, you're right. Players, uh, teams are looking tired, and I, you're right. There are good reasons for it, and the compressed nature. But it's, it's interesting to see, and I wonder if it'll. Wonder when the second win's going to come. Will it be that? pre-finals buy that'll kind of re-inject some energy and I'm sure finals will have that but without the crowds is the intensity mm. going to be the same? I, You know I feel like they've got a bit of the intensity back with you know having some crowds at in the Queensland games and same with Adelaide and um, WA they're, I think they've acclimatised to it. They feel it still feels like it's relative now, like, and, they, and they make a big sound. The fans that are able to come into these grounds, a big, mm, big sound, a big, um, big sound. And I, hey, hey, here's something. Actually, I thought about this over the weekend. Are they still writing the sound effects, the crowd sound effects for these games? Yeah, uh, I was. I had that thought in the last couple of weeks too. There are some games I reckon they are. Yes, and some they aren't. Yeah, I agree because I've heard okay. somewhere I'm like that's. That's a sound effect. That was a weird. Sure. Every now and then you'll pick one up, and it's like there's that's... a delay of three seconds between yeah. you know, that mark and then the crowd going. Ah! Yeah. yeah, they really called for that holding the ball de- decision <laughs> very late. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. So now they're blending the two together. Yeah. There, there, there is some. It must be difficult on the sound end of things. With um, you know, you can hear some of these games where there's just like this vacuous kind of space mm. in an empty-ish ground, and you can just kind of hear old doofus is yelling out stuff and it, and it picks it up on the telecast and, and people have cottoned on to that as well. So you hear s- certain people are trying to say stuff yeah. to get on the broadcast. Uh-huh. 
and I think be the heckler. Yeah, they're just they're heckling, and they know they're getting picked up on some of the mics. And I think it was BT or someone acknowledged like someone in the crowd. Oh, I've heard them do it a couple times. And it's like, oh, you don't want to, you wouldn't want to do that too much. No, you acknowledge it's in, anyone's it's heckling. Trouble. You just see people's they would they would pique their interest. Like, oh, what's what am I going to say to try and get on the telecast this week? <laughs> Master yeah. alive! Yeah, you know, whatever like, it is. Oh, just like pull them down. Like oh. Freaking anti-vaxxers. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't want you at the footy. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Ruining it for the rest of us. Oh, dear. Um, all right. So, I uh, just want to just want to have a little little uh, indulgence of last night's... Oh, okay, yes. We, thrilling, hey, hey, thrilling victory. Hey, mate, we're in the winner's camp here. We both are in on the winner's list this week. We are. And it's been a bit rarer in the last month. We've started mm. to stumble a bit. Well, it's it's uh, it's not as easy to uh, to align our wins as it was in the little no. middle patch of the year. No, but Maddie Cottrell with that uh, with Ooh. that goal in the last minute and a half, bloody yeah. amazing. He's as you pointed out to me uh, off mic earlier. He is a long term, long time childhood blue bagger. So you could see how much he cared and how much he wanted that. And God, was it? It was a good celebration. It was awesome. Yeah, it was such a vibe. I I loved it, man. Um, yeah, what did they say? The Greek, the Greek freak. The Greek freak. He was channeling oh, a bit crazy of the Greek. Eyes, oh, crazy eyes, Cottrell. <laughs> You'd hate to be shackled with that nickname in your I know, first from the get year go. of footy. What Second is goal. 19 or 20 or something, and, and his crazy <laughs> eyes all of a sudden. Oh, crazy eyed Cottrell. Wait. I know. They, they were talking about him um, and... and, and um, Saying that he's a bit of a he's a bit of a Mitch Robinson type, which I think is just purely about his hair colour. Yeah, is it just because but, he's a solid unit and <laughs> he's got ginger yeah, hair? Yeah, but I've, I've got a little theory here. Uh-huh. Esports is on the rise, and as we both as we know, Mitch Robinson is a big big games big gamer, big games oh, yeah. fan. He's an official um, partner of Twitch. Yeah, right. So mm. I've got a little I got a little I got a little conspiracy theory for you, but oh, there, hit me up. Has he found a way to respawn? Oh my word! Where did he start his career, Bart? <sighs> oh my god! This is he's hit a so that this, that's why there was so much bravado, perhaps. That's, it. that's in, right. In in Matthew Cottrell, yeah, Mitch. so called. Yeah, Matthew Cottrell, Matthew Bottrell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. He's poning those fools. He might have stumbled. <laughs> boom! Headshot. Boom! Clutch goal. <laughs> Maybe he's found himself a little respawn pad, a respawn switch, and he's yes. flicked it. If that's the case, I don't know who is controlling Mitch Robinson up north. Because oh, I saw I saw a little crazy eyes on the weekend with with him, mind you, the decision that didn't go his way. Well, I saw I saw the look in his eyes. It was Greek freak esque. Is it possible that he's backing it up and he's you know he he, he might be playing playing both? That's a huge effort. And maybe in which case, what'll happen? In the final round of the season, when the Blues are playing Brisbane, he's going to be doing one of those classic um, eighties. <laughs> it's back! It's back again. He's going to be running into the change rooms like chuck, chucking on Sorry, a different Coach jersey. Sorry, Coach, roll my ankle. Go, gotta go downstairs for a second. Pops back up and down to the race. <laughs> Just combs the head of the other side in his Matt Cottrell disguise, or is it Matt to the future and he's found a way of time traveling? Oh wow! Okay. Young Matt Cottrell, 
That's <laughs> where he's heading. <laughs> well, I think we'll have to watch them closely, particularly watch for... Uh, this is some spooky voodoo podcast shit right uh, here. Uh-huh. We'll particularly watch for any injuries that happen to either of these these yes. players. These so players. I'm doing mm-hmm. big time air quotation marks. <laughs> um, and see if, you know, maybe there's a little corky to uh, Cottrell's right thigh. Oh, yeah. Let's watch the way that Mitch walks on that right leg. Or is Mitch going to be a late out, you know? Good point. Just to get home and get on the controller and move that map bot around. Of course. <laughs> Who knows? I guess that's interesting a, we'll stuff. That. Wait and see. Uh, oh, absolutely. We're flagging this, and uh, I think we should, <laughs> we should get this story ready and let's get ready to send it out in bulk. One other story uh, of the round just been and of you know the last couple of rounds that we've witnessed is been Essendon and their complete lack of Ugh. football's kind of ability at the moment. Yeah, they had they a little, had little, little little gasp with that Joey D game, but uh, since I then, know right last ditch and it was awesome. It was such a great game to have him back, and then. What do they have? They've had two games since then, and they lost to Geelong the other night by oh. just just huge. It would look like a different level. They, yeah. Like, yes, they have had massive injury issues, like more so than most clubs, but it's getting to a bit of a crisis point. I know uh, fellow uh, resident listener, all-time legend, Mansell, Alex, Alex Mansell, he was having a chat just about, and rightfully so, was kicking off just about the medical department, the medical staff, because they have had so many soft tissue injuries over these last m- multiple years. It's, it's even... Pre-supplement scandal, they were having serious problems with soft tissue injuries. That was it's one of the re- like that was one of the things that people talked about as as to why that they why they pushed into that kind of cheating is because that they weren't sure what they could do. I think players were bulking up too much. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's right. Getting too he- top heavy and mm. gee, it is a concern for them because. If you have that many injuries, it, it kind of doesn't matter how great your depth is. You're not, you're not going to play. Finals, you're not going to go too far with with so many of your key players out. But I don't know. Even with their injuries, there's still something going on. Like um, I don't know if it, if it's the succession plan with John Warsfield to um to to Brett and Ben, ben Rutten Rutten <laughs> Brett Rutten Ben Rutten Brett Rutten Ben Rutten Brett Rutten Ben Rutten. Okay, <laughs> write that one down. Very uh, warm up. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Is is it that? Is it is it this? Weird handover, like because how long is he? How long's Warsfield been at the club for? What's well, this this would be his fifth full season in charge. Although this isn't really his season, is it? Like I think everyone's kind of cottoned on and is talking about the fact that really Ben Rutten's the coach and and um and Johnny Warsfold's there as a bit of a smokescreen, cop the flack of the media while while Rutten can kind of fly under the radar a bit, bombers style. Um, yeah. It hasn't and worked though, has it? It hasn't worked. Like, hasn't is it worked. copying more flack now? And it's just confusing. And people are looking at it as go- and go- thinking, well, maybe the mixed messaging between having you know two head coaches, one official and one unofficial, is is a mm. bit much and a bit complicated. And fuck, they've been talking about this new game plan for what seems like forever. Like when uh, Johnny Wasfold came on board at the end of 2015. So 2016 is a write-off because that's when all the players were out from the supplement scandal, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, and then... Made finals the next year, yes, 2017. Yep. yep, and then <clears throat> they've been talking about... They've been talking about new game plans since then. Um, 
even into that, even in that year, they're talking about it. And I mean, presumably they've got a slightly new game plan under Ben Rutten now, but he was a—he's been an assistant coach under John Walsfold that whole time. So why wasn't that developed together? Why wasn't that workshopped? And oh, I guess it probably was. But to look yeah. at it and point it out and go, oh, we don't want to make excuses, but there's some excuses. Like, come mm. on, I know. All, te- all teams have got to adhere to a game plan. They're not trying to yeah. reinvent the wheel. And all teams have injuries, so like you've got to deal with them and. There are some seasons that are far worse than others, but there's just been season upon season that's been disappointing. Um, and they found some players along the way, of course, as well. But I don't know. This, they're, they're lacking yeah, some... Ridley, s- believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be my favourite one <laughs> of all time. Here for it. <laughs> Far out. Ah, oh, gosh. Um, I can't even... I lost my spot. <laughs> <laughs> they found yeah. some players. They found some <laughs> players, um, but there's they're missing something. I don't know. Like they're missing. It doesn't look like they want to win. I don't. It sounds. Of course they want to win, but I don't know. Are they not enjoying their football? Are they, is there some beef amongst the playing group? Is well, there f- some fractured relationships? Yeah. Like what's going on? Well, the Essendon know. a few years ago were really intimidating. Even yep. all this time, even through the supplement scandal, when they had their players back, they still they still could kind of beat any team on their day. That's kind yep. of the essence of this past freaking fifteen years or so. Even when you know, even though they haven't had a lot of success, no. they're not completely irrelevant. The only time they bottomed out was when the supplement scandal took away all their players. Yeah, and that's you know. fair enough. They had no one to choose from, and even then, they unearthed some people like Tipper and got sure. games into their younger players. There was some silver linings from that. But they've just lost it. They just they 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 were such an easy beat when St Kilda played them a few weeks ago. It was yeah. weird. We never beat them like that. And it was like down in the first quarter. It was like, oh, these guys are second rate right now. Do they have enough extroverts, Bart? Oh, maybe it's an extrovert sitch. Do they need to? Yeah, who, who would be there? They've got well, Joey D. He's the, yeah, he's Joey the, D. He's extrovert in, uh, in 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 cool extrovert though. He's like yeah. a n- Northgate extrovert, nonchalant extrovert. Yeah. Tells yeah. it how it is. Yeah. Stuff, you know, footy's not everything. Nah, well, it's not. He lives in Castlemaine just to get out of the bubble. Does he actually? Yeah, yeah, he moved up to Castlemaine. Joey not D. Not Castlemaine, Dalesford, should I say. What was it? I didn't miss that. Dalesford, should ah, I say. Ah, nice. Yeah. He's loving up the spas. Oh, mate. It's a nice, nice place to spend some time. Absolutely. Good recovery mm. sessions there. Maybe that's the secret to Joey D's r- recent recovery. Yeah. Has been he's been laughing it up in the Dalesford yeah, Spa, drinking drinking the drinking the sparkling waters of Hepburn Springs, perhaps. That's what you want to be. Maybe <laughs> your spring bath water, if oh, I may. Hello. He's been drinking. Spring the has spring. sprung, so this makes perfect sense. He's found some elixir out in the Dalesford mm, Hills, yes. if there's hills there, and yeah. it's helped to uh, to fix up that uh, that dreaded OP. That could be that. That could be it. Either mm. that. Either that. Here's another. Here's an alternative theory. The reason he's been out so much over the last couple of years is he's just enjoying life in Dalesford. Yeah, <laughs> going for walks, drinking the water. You know, it's always sunny in Dalesford. No, yeah. foot, not much footy out there. Just local league stuff. Yeah, they don't yeah. mind if you hug an opposition player or sit on the well, fence. Funnily enough, it's it's home to one of the fiercest rivalries in country football anywhere between Hepburn and I think Dalesford, where they. Oh hate each other because there's oh. the old school Hepburn Springs Club which are like been there for ages old settlers and then there's the new uh, kind of uh, friendlier like more open-minded Dalesford Club and, and they fucking hate each other 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We should go to a, uh, a, a game oh, yeah. there, a country a local game, derby. a local derby. Yes. Yeah. We'll, into it. One day. Maybe we'll the, see Joey Danaher sipping a bit of Hepburn Springs water around the ground. I hope so. That'll certainly make so. my day. Yeah. yeah, poor Dons. They're on notice. Yeah, they are on notice. Well, let's uh, let's jump into some tips, shall we? Yeah, Arch. dude, let's get it. We're yeah, we they start tomorrow, of course. We have got mm-hmm, this this mm-hmm. dang Q clash tonight, which yeah. uh, Bef- well, well, before we, we put the Q in the rack, let's uh, let's have a tip on that one, shall we? The better use of that the pun, thank you. Really, no, it's <laughs> better incorporated. Better. Well, <laughs> well incorporated. Uh, okay. It wasn't so jagged. Mine was, you know. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be- <laughs> yeah, but you've used it at the tip off, so that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> Q clash. Uh, who's looking cute? Well, Brisbane, uh, the favourites for a very good reason. The Suns have tapered off this season, as as we kind of expected them to. Yeah, and um, you know, they lots to be positive about, um, and they should uh, be happy with their season in many respects. They've had a lot very of much so. Yeah, they yeah. haven't capitulated in the same fashion as they do. Usually, it, it normally comes a lot earlier in the season after like three or four rounds. You know, they they, they might end up three and one. They're, they're often mm, in the top eight after the first are, month of football, and then it just yeah. kind of teeters off from there. But the fact that we're you know seventeen weeks in or whatever it is, and they're still being competitive in games is a massive improvement. They came off you know started this year they were, they were on something like fourteen losses in a row or something. Or, yeah, I mean wooden so, spooners last year. Yeah, and, they're, and and they're not this year. They're doing they're far better, and they're competitive. <clears throat> I don't think it'll be the, the Lions aren't going to smash them. No, I don't think so either, and especially with Harris Andrews injured, massive out. Yeah, absolutely huge out. But yeah, I think the Lions you should win. If they'd lose this game, then you know it's it's a bit of a bad loss. But they're fine. They're locked up in finals, and they'll be playing. They'll be in top four regardless, right? I think so. West Coast yeah. would need. Yeah, they're a win clear of West Coast and a bit of percentage, so they'd have to. They have to really screw up from here. They have to lose to um, to the GC and then to your Blues. Well, 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 well. <laughs> interesting, interesting. <laughs> um, I reckon that the tall the tools for um the Suns are going to test the Lions of that Harris Andrews, and I think it's going to be it should be in a, yeah like an interesting game. Um, and. For that reason, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going <gasps> to tip the Gold Coast. Just just for fun. Mate, just absolutely. For fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun time. And it's, a, it's, the kind, it's the time of year to tip upsets because, as we mentioned a little bit ago, people are tired. They're sick yeah, of it, Mealy. And, they, and, and Brisbane have got their eyes on, you know, three, four weeks ahead. October. Gold Coast have mm. only got a couple of, couple of games to play. That's it. Finish strong. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I like it, Mealy. I'm going to hold true with Brisbane, but I... Uh, I respect your choice. <laughs> Those birds sound beautiful, by the way. It's yeah, nice to... man. It's a beautiful spring day. Oh, aren't you lucky? It's raining up here today. Oh, well, mm. Can't always be sunny in Sydney. No, that's right. Um, all right. Mm. And Aye. round 17. Starting with a bang. Big Thursday time. night. 7-10. At the Gabba. St. Kilda taking on the West Coast Eagles. The fragile West Coast Eagles who do not like Queensland. They hate Queensland. Big rivalry. WA, Queensland. They, uh, yeah, the Eagles can't play very well in Queensland without their fans, those flat track bullies. Um, yeah. I think the Saints will win. Yeah. Um, I think that 
that winning against Hawthorne relieves some of the pressure. We can really make it a sure thing by beating West Coast, but it's not. It's not that. It's not uh, everything. We can lose this, and it's kind of okay. We probably will uh, make it regardless. So I don't think the pressure's too much. I think the main reason I say this: fit and healthy, both sides playing at their best. I think West Coast win, but they are just West like Coast have some riddled with injuries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're right. And I yeah. don't know what their teams will be. It'll be announced probably today. Of course, when we tip all of these teams. We don't know what the teams are going to be, so it can really change when the game actually comes around. But this one tomorrow night, um, I think like Jed is out, Elliot Yo's still out. Don't know if McGovern's yeah. coming back. Hunt. Yeah, Shannon Hearn. Sorry, Luke Hearn is Hearn's on, probably coming back. Luke Shuey is out as well. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. Uh, no, I think Brass is playing. Jack okay. Redden, another just right. underrated midfielder. I think he's yep. also now out. That's a lot of out, so it is. It, it might be a thing that galvanises them, and they and they soak up those tears of for, uh, of their lost, fallen brothers, the and, fallen uh, comrades, fallen comrades, and and maybe get it together. But I don't know, man. I'm feeling all right about this. Josh Kennedy normally cuts us up, but hopefully Jake Carlisle is an in for us. He's been out the last couple of weeks, and uh, can blanket him. But who knows? Let's hope the Saints win. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Um, the only I, I really like that tip, and I I'm going to tip St Kilda as well. I want it, I want them to win. Although there is part of me that goes, well, there's that sets up that little clash against the Giants in round 18. Pretty interestingly, if they lose tomorrow night, very tantalising. Mm. Yeah, and it's a it'll be an intense game. I might have to um hit oh. up the ambassador, and we'll um we'll yes. maybe watch it somewhere with a uh, with a, like a, a glass sheet between us to, to keep yeah, us apart yeah. from. Well, he is the ambassador, so he'll probably be very diplomatic. That's true. I'm sure he will. Even in victory or in loss. That's right. He's a professional. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I haven't heard they from him. They don't just give away these ambassadorships to footy no. clubs, but No, 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 no. You've no. got to have a proven track record. Seasoned diplomat. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, it's a spicy one. I'm looking forward to having a chat with Alex, see how he feels. Well, well. Um, so the Mighty Saints for us, but we're both aware of the uh, the drama that could unfold if we lose. So that's mm. that's fun for the neutrals. Indeed. Now, Friday night uh, at 7.50pm, it's what on paper is looking like the game of the round. It's uh, the scintillating, devastating, something else that Ing, Cats, taking on the naughty boys of the Richmond Football Club. Mm, The big cats. Yeah. Um, I can't tip against Geelong when they play like this. They are so good. Um... Even when they lost to West Coast a month or so ago, they were still so good. Mm. Um, they're the best team in the comp right now. It's a week-to-week conversation, isn't it? But it is, against it is. Richmond, um, <clears throat> gee, what a game. Who knows, man? Geelong for me. Tom cool. Hawkins, uncontrollable. And look yeah. at that defense from just a solid professional unit at Geelong, aren't they? They just It's they, all happening. They, they have talent everywhere. I think Grimes out is still a huge one for the Tigers. It, he's so important to their, you know, their back six, and you know they've famously covered injuries pretty well in the past. But it's uh, to lose Rance over the last couple of years, and now Grimes, who's arguably their, you know, after Rance was their most important defender, and um, and was certainly the most useful in covering his absence. Without him, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess Bolter plays on Hawkins. 
uh, which would be kind yeah, of is he, got, is he the right size for him? I don't even know how. Yeah, Bolter's huge. Okay, because he's Massive incredible, man. man. Yeah, I like he's that such guy an a lot. Yeah. A lot. I like, there's a guy called Noah Bolter. Oh league. yeah, top name, top player, yeah. good smile as well, a winning attitude, True. and he's like 20 years old, and he looks like he'd be yeah. my fucking dad. <laughs> I wish he was my dad. Me too. <laughs> little, little Noah Bolter. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else? Guess where, guess, where, guess where he was born, Bart? Noah Bolter? Yep. In Malta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, close. Um, the Malta of the South, Hobart. Oh, shit, he's a Tasmanian. Yeah, he's a Tassie boy. Oh, man. That makes right, me like him even more. Do you want to guess his, yes, uh, let's do guess his weight? Okay, so he's a big boy, right? Yeah. If he's playing, I'll, if we're talking... I'll give you his height if you like. Okay. No, no, I'm going to get his height. He's, he's deceptive. Right. He's one. He's 190... He's 198. Good. Close. Lower. Lower, a little bit lower. Wow, 196. 195. Gee, okay. So he plays yeah. tall. Yeah. And his weight yeah. is his weight is 98. <laughs> he's not that heavy, is he? He's heavier than that. He's heavier. What? So big he is a bolter. big bolter. Oh, yeah. Tell me, Bolter, he, he, he tops the hundred kegs. A clean one hundred? Yeah, clean hundred, man. Wow, that's satisfying. That's it. Big Noah Bolter. Okay, so he's 195 CMs and one hundred kegs. Yeah, he's huge. He's a and a Hobart, a Hobart man. So twenty one this year. Was, I'm in, I'm intrigued to know more about yeah, Noah 21 Bolter. Twenty one this year. He turns twenty uh, twenty one on the twenty third of October. Little so grand maybe, final present, maybe. Yeah, there we go. He could get his confidence right up. Um, and then he, he he was born in Hobart, but then moved to uh, St Albans in Melbourne. Okay. Uh, and he was a passionate junior soccer player. Mm. Yeah. Noah Bolter sounds like a soccer player's name. Does I don't know? Maybe does. it's the Bolter, the Baltic states, and soccer. Oh, sure. <laughs> they do prefer they do prefer soccer in the Baltic states than the AFL. That's true. That's true. They hate <laughs> the AFL. Um, and he <laughs> is uh, he's played like twenty games, doesn't he, or something like that? Yeah, he's a he's a young man. He's only what is he? Yeah, uh, uh, norm- he's played twenty three games. Okay. Normally, I'm all over this in terms of drafting, but I have no okay. idea where he came in all national right. draft. Like I don't know. I have no clue. 2017 national draft. Okay. 27, what what okay. names stand out for you from the 2017 <clears throat> national draft? You're um, a resident draft guru. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hunter Clark, Nick Caulfield, Jaden Stevenson, Andrew Hello. Brayshaw, Adam Chera. Yep. Um, so uh, that's a that's a strong it's a strong draft. It's yet. a good draft. It really is a good draft. Uh, Aaron Norton, astronaut. Ooh. Um, uh, Aiden Bonner, Lockie O'Brien. Yes. Paddy Dow. Paddy Dow, pick three. Luke Davis, Uniaki, Uniak. Um, Chera. And Chera. And Noah Bolter came in at pick 24. Oh, but is that right? 25. Is that right? 25. Oh, so close. Nice. Damn. That is high in a strong draft. It's a very strong draft. And that's that's a pretty reasonable pick because he would have been one of those picks who is like super athletic, so great, needs to learn a bit more about the game plans and like structures and when to go and this and that. But yeah. they're all the things that you can teach, apparently, yeah. <laughs> says I. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys played like 20 games of football in my life, less. Um, yeah, well, he's a, he's a jet. He's one well, of those athletes that... Guess who went at pick 26? Mm, someone really good? 
So I a bit of, really bit of slider. Oh, really, yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. Someone, um, yeah, it would be a walk-up start, I think, to any team. Do they play in the one of the Queensland teams? They don't. They play in the r- big rivals of one of the Queensland teams. Oh, WA. Oh, hello. There he is. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, no, it's not He like plays in a very tricky Jack. position. That's not Petricelli. In, in quite a lot of demand. Uh, no, Ryan. Petricelli went a bit lower. He went at pick number like 30-something. Uh-huh. Um, yep. Whoa, okay, he plays in a tricky position. Um, he likes Ryan? to jump. Ryan. Bingo. Oh. Liam Ryan. Wow. Liam Ryan. Amazing. Yeah. God, he came in and just made an impact straight away. Immediately. Yeah. They came in and won a flag the next year. In his yep. first year. Yep, that's right. Premier well done. Playing. Boy, oh boy. We should do a waltz down memory lane again with these, with these draft players. I do love it. Now, we missed a cup. We had a bit of a deep dive on GWS and their missing, or the, the, the players who have left the Giants to enrich other clubs. Oh yes, um, of course. And we've missed a couple, but we we got a we got a nice number. Um, so very good friend of the show, uh, Alex Mansell, uh, uh-huh. send us send us in some um, some names we missed. And of course, we we talked about the doggies, and we said that they didn't have any. But Joshy Bruce. how could we forget Joshy Bruce? Unbelievable. Three time three club player Josh Bruce, journeyman. I woke up in the middle of the night after we recorded the pod, and I was in yeah. sweats, and it's just like uh-huh. Josh Bruce. I couldn't believe that I didn't remember my beloved Josh Bruce, who right now, good riddance, Joshy. Looks like we got rid of a dud. At the right time as well. I know. His his best year is behind him. It really is. (laughs) Um, This is a nice little sidestep in the middle of our tips, eh? Yeah, it is a little bit. A deep dive into the weight and height of Noah Bolter and where he's from. Uh, we also f- we we missed Jonathan Giles. Uh, oh yeah, another journeyman started at Port. Um, West Coast didn't play a game and then was picked up by the Giants. You're right for the inaugural season. Then went to West Coast. Yes, um, and also had a one year stint at the Dons. Apparently, what after that? Uh, not wow. sure. Wow, I wonder but if that was in 2016 are... or 17. Wonder yeah, if that was right. a uh, oh, supplement. Yes, stitch. okay, top up. Um, there aren't many four club club players at the moment. I'm trying, to, trying to think of yeah. I'm trying to think of any now. Um, there's a few three out there. Yep. Um, yep. But mm, yeah, I don't know, man. That's an interesting one. Let's we'll have yeah. to find some. I tell you what, Brad Hill's a fair chance to if he plays for another club. He's 26. He's he's third now. God, true. And won three premierships. Oh man. Um, okay, so Jonathan Giles. Port Adelaide, West, uh, GWS, then Essendon for 2015. So oh, okay. that's the year before. Year before. Yeah. Okay. And then West Coast for 2016. Um, he's currently 32. Do you want to guess his playing height and weight? Yep, I do. He's a right, ruckman. Right, right. Bingo. Uh, and he was a bit, he's a bit of a slow unit. So I'm guessing he's over 200 centimetres. I'm guessing he just tips it though because he's, because if he's, he wouldn't have been if he's over the two hundred five mark. He's then like, he becomes one of those exactly. And I, so I reckon he tips the scale at two hundred one centimeters. Yes, you'd be spot on. Fuck yeah, you and could be his mum. I could be his mum, his skinny, much shorter mother. Um, uh, yeah, and his weight. He would now, tip. He'd tip it as well. If yeah. you follow the if you follow the traditional formula for working out. Uh, footy players' ideal weight based on their height, and then you'd be bang on the money for his weight. Oh, I don't know what the dang formula is. I lost it. My cheat oh. sheet's gone. <laughs> I, 
I, I'd say he'd be over that in his weight, right? Is he like, is he 103 kegs? 101. He's just so, straight up. Okay. 101. Straight 101, 101. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's the traditional, well, that's what a lot of people look at when they talk about uh, player height weight. Your, your ideal kind of playing weight will be... One kilo um, so, per so, centimetre. Yeah. So you're 179, you know, nine, you should be playing about 79 kilograms, apparently. Well, I'm about 10 kgs underweight then. Oh, damn. I'm about 10 kgs overweight. Let's do an old switcheroo. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm making up the extra kegs for the podcast, but I'm doing it for us. <laughs> doing the extra heavy lifting for us both, nearly. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're lifting me and it's quite heavy. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, maybe that's where light. your 10 kegs went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it a pump off to you. Thanks yeah. for carrying it for me. Oh, no worries. Got to get shred for October. Now, uh, back to that tips. We're, sure. We got up to Saturday. Well, um, oh, did we? Uh, yeah, we both. You tipped the Cats. I tipped the Cats. Who do you tip? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tip the Cats as well. You're mm. right. They're in They're in just too good form. And, and without Dylan Grimes, I'm going to say they're going to struggle with Tom Hawkins. Cracking game, um, no. Cracker. Yeah, should be. Should be. A, as you said, cammed around. Now, mm, Saturday at 2.10, a game... Only the diest of hardiest of supporters would be interested in. North Melbourne taking on the Dockers at Metricon Stadium. 17th takes on 13th. And the Dockers will win it reasonably comfortably. Mm. Don't care. Dire, a dire match. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I definitely have lost a bit of interest in, in these clubs in recent weeks. I've still yeah. tried to stay covered reasonably More Fremantle than North at the moment me too unfortunately there's some you know younger players coming through that are getting a crack at North but they do need a clean out don't they yep. um, yeah I think Frio should win this one Frio got they're starting to build something alright there yeah and they're not they're not super cool to watch because they're a really defensive team but yeah. they're in game so there's that maybe it'll be one of those ones because they're both you know so-so teams maybe it'll be an absolute cracker for their fans because I, I hope it is. <laughs> I just want to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Freo uh, for us both. Yep. Five o'clock um, the same day. Port taking on Essendon. This is just one of those games that Essendon's likely to win, isn't it? Yes. Exactly yeah, right? what I was... Exactly. God damn. Yeah. This is a never trust Port game. <laughs> it is. It is, though. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm like kind of scared to tip them because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But in it makes no sense not makes to tip. Port. No sense, no sense. It's in Adelaide, it's first v twelfth. It's a bit of a dead rubber now, but it's a classic game for Essendon to win. It's it really is. It, how could they hurt their supporters more? That's how I kind of um, tip around Essendon, and I think winning <laughs> this game is definitely the way to do that. To lose to Adelaide, uh, and then to come back and beat Port, the ladder leaders is is what's going to be rubbing salt in that wound. It's the same. I'm going to tip him. Fuck yeah, it. dude. Tip him. Me too. Let's tip. Why em. not? Come on, Dons. Go those mighty bombers. It yeah. may seem ridiculous, but I'm 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 with you, man. We've watched enough football to see these patterns, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like it's like Melbourne with that Freo game. Put your house on it the other week. Yep. Melbourne had come off some good wins. It's like, oh, here we go. They're going to lose this game. They will. <laughs> I don't know if we did a pod before that one, but it was, gosh, you can you can really lock it in with some Smell of these clubs. Smell it a mile away. Yeah. And same with the well, Saners and same with the Blues and same with the Dons. Right. Our teams are, we're starting to break those trends, but our teams are shockers for this kind of stuff. Oh man, contrary to our song, Carlton are the team that'll always let you down. Oh, and you, you, I know how much you hate it when people lie to you through song. I hate it so much. I shouldn't have even mentioned it. Oh, it hurts. Um, and speaking of Melbourne, the next game of the round, it's that, 
Big eight pointer we talked about earlier. It's the Giants taking on Melbourne at the Gabba, seven forty on Saturday night. Um, oh, who ooh, oh, who wants it? Who wants to lose more? I reckon the I reckon that Melbourne are going to win it. That's my yeah. The Giants oh, just oh, so frustrating. This they year. are so I, I, frustrating. They oh, gosh man, and 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 it's to to give your Blues a drive by again and just to grumble about it. That freaking yep. game that they played yeah. against the Giants, man. I know we've we've now said this probably three times in a conversation with each other, and maybe none of them have been recorded. But holy Let's heck, put it on the tape now. Yeah, mm. it was incredibly frustrating. I felt like a Blues fan. I was kind of raging out to my partner, try me after it, just being like, "Why? Why do they do this? This is the game. Here it is. This is like, the one. They lost the Collingwood. In your own that's, hands. that's okay. Final spot up to grab. Yeah, here up it is. You can win this game. You're up against yep. a shaky GWS who was shit the results for went three away. quarters. It was yep. all. They were terrible. The Giants were terrible, and they somehow stumbled over the line. Just Carlton just gave them the match. It just it, was, yep. it blew me away how disappointing so, that was. Same with the Hawks game from the Blues supporters perspective there's been a couple this year where we just have coughed it up have just coughed it up and that's why that's why we're not playing finals yeah that's it it's really disappointing um i think uh i think the giants i think the giants maybe will come back from this one they've both come off terrible losses but the giants is a worse loss than than the d's losing to frio if that's anything to go by then maybe but gosh i don't know i don't know this one they are both trying to fall out of the eight as uh, out of the finals run the best maybe they'll just get a draw and and in in the process injure each other so badly that they can't even field teams and therefore completely foregoing any chance of getting eight spot which we've already observed nobody fucking no one wants it no one wants it they're all done they want that off-season break they want to travel regionally queensland sun they want to noosa they want to get to the Bali of, of Australia, Noosa. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, Cavill Avenue, I guess, probably would be more apt. Um, uh, yeah, oh, The Western man. Australians have something to say about that, but sure. Oh, that's true. Good point. <laughs> they <laughs> certainly rivalry. would. Yep. Um, Giants for me. In a coin okay. toss. Good, good, good. Um, Sunday's games, we've got at 1 o'clock, 105, in fact, at Metricon, Carlton taking on the Crows, the unstoppable force that is the Crows, the Adelaide Football Club, and the Blues in a game that if we don't win and if we don't, yeah, if we don't win, then... uh, I don't know. It's just one of those ones, isn't it? Yeah, and well, let's use your logic of... um like you applied for Essendon fans, it's kind good, of the good. same for those Blues in in you know the fact that you'll probably win this game in convincing fashion and keep it you know just a, a little bit alive, a little bit mm. of hope there, just a glimmer of hope to to you know smother that flame, that little light, and and put it out next week. <laughs> but right. just to keep you going in, for another week, they'll get a win. Oh yeah. Well, if we can if we can keep our finals chances alive to the last round of the season, that is a good. That result. is a win. That is a win. Really? As we said, it's normally round eight yeah. or nine, so yeah, a whole it. year and still being alive is a positive. I think, yeah, you and I both said this about our clubs uh, prior to the games that we just had, the Sydney game and the Hawks game for the Saints. We both were saying like, even if we stumble here and you know both teams don't make the eight, it would be very disappointing. Obviously, that that part of it and the fact that we're trending in the right direction. But we both would have to be... I, I would have to be happy, and I think I think so are you, even if right. it didn't go our way, because we weren't in this spot last year. We Both right. clubs have shown a lot of progression. And um, If we go and back and yeah. listen to early episodes of this season, then I think you'll find that we were talking about 
where we're at, we wanted our clubs to be. And, and I think realistically, you were talking about the Saints playing finals. So mm. that's looking like it's going to happen. And I was talking about Carlton challenging for a final spot and being in the mix. And that's where we're at. It's exactly so, where we're at. Know. So we, we should be happy. Yeah. Should be happy. And we were saying yeah. this and we were like, yeah, this is... We were like, even if this happens, we still have to be happy. But it's easy yep. to shift those expectations as the season unfolds, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, uh, uh, in terms of shifting expectations, I... Um, I've shifted my expectations from this being a reasonably straightforward win because Adelaide have been playing a lot better, but I'm still going to tip the Blues because you're right. They're going to disappoint us as much as possible, which would be next week. <laughs> That's right. Those, you can put a stop to the juggernaut that is the Adelaide Crows. Also, yes. the Crows have left the nest, the uh, the murder True. of Crows. They've flown to Metricon. Mm. They don't have their uh, the 19th man, the 19th person in the crowd. So Perhaps we have a little bit of uh, David Teague IP. Bit of Teague IP, okay. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel you. Yeah, there we go. That pa- that counts for something. Must do. Little Teaguey. Little Teague. Um, mm, right. um, yes. Who are, you, who are you tipping? I'm tipping the Blues, yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Next game of the round, 3.35 at Adelaide Oval. Wow, what? okay. Adelaide Oval. Yeah. We've got the Hawks and the Dogs. Bizarre. At okay. the Adelaide Oval. I guess right. so. Because Hawthorne's there doing their stint, quarantine yep. stint. Maybe, maybe. The Dogs are about to start there. The Dogs must play one of the um, Adelaide play, teams yeah, after this after or that. something. That sure. Makes All sense. Right. Makes sense. Oh, <laughs> no, they play Fremantle. <laughs> Next week they play Fremantle at Kazali Stadium. So oh, there goes well, that. There you go. <laughs> I got nothing then. <laughs> For some reason, they're Why playing... Why are these games in Adelaide? Who knows? <laughs> Hawthorne. They're playing another bird at, at the, at the, where the formerly the Murder of Crows used to uh, roost. Yes. Now it's yes. a hawk's nest. Indeed. Still mm. still birds, acceptable. Yeah. I don't get I don't get that in any way. But maybe... But who knows? Maybe there's some sort of contractual need to play a certain amount of games at a load. I guess so. They're, maybe you can't just squeeze home. them all in in Mexicron and I don't, I don't know. There'd be some reasoning for it. Uh, it's a hawk's home game, of course. So, Hawks at home, pretty tough to beat. But oh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I think the doggies will win this one, though. They got to. They got to. Yeah. What will Clarko come up with next, by the way? What, what reason will he point he, to for why yes. they lost? Yeah. yeah sure. What do you reckon it'll be this time? Norton shouldn't be allowed. He's 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 coming on too fast. He should take more man. time. Yeah. More time. <laughs> mm. um, at six ten, uh, Sunday night. We've got Sydney taking on the Lions at aforementioned Kazali Stadium up in Cairns. Mm, yeah, well, we've got a game between this one for the Lions. So yeah. unless half of the Brisbane Lions team snaps their legs in tonight's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Q-clash, which it could, you know, a clash does often um, lead to injury. They're um, usually bruising affairs, the Q-clash. That's right. So we'll see how this one pans out. But I think the Lions will win. Yep, me too. And then to round out the round, uh, seven ten on Monday, we've got Collingwood taking on the Gold Coast in their, also their uh, post-Q Clash clash. Um, going for Collingwood, they um, they have more to play for. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And very, very well rested. Collingwood yeah. played uh, Brisbane on Friday and then they have the bye this week. Hey, when does the Melbourne Essendon game resume? Like, has hey, that happened? No, of course. That's a really good point. <coughs> Excuse the me. The reschedule. I don't Interesting. know when they're going to play it. Okay. Everyone's oh, just oh, okay. Last round. 
Is it in the last it's round? It's in the last round. Yeah. It's just a normal... So just, maybe everyone else got buys and they didn't? And they didn't get a buy. Okay, so yeah, they just had okay. their buy when they didn't play each other. When they didn't Which play. is right, a disadvantage. To, definitely. Absolutely. Because people are getting buys. Uh, Collingwood, right now, the team that we're talking about, about playing the GC, that is a week and a half break or something, is it? It was yep. so Friday the 4th of September and then Monday the 14th. That's a 10-day break. Yeah. Um, so with the, including their buy. Uh, so for teams, yeah, Melbourne and the Dons, that's another disadvantage. Clarko oh. will probably blame that for Hawthorne's loss. No doubt. <laughs> too long. Too long between games. Too long. We had too much too of a much. break. You think Aaron Norton's got too much time? We're having too much time. <laughs> oh, Clarko. I think that uh, Collingwood will win as well. Amelia? Yeah. Well, that's our tips for round 16 of 2020. 17, uh, even. We've got, yeah, 17, 17. Mm. Yes, you're right. We've got quite an interesting little finish to the season just to make up that eighth spot. And then the jostling for positions in the top four. So it's been uh, it's been a tasty little foot moose this time around. Let's see who can shrug off that tired feeling and, and, and buoy themselves up. Uh, you know, maybe, hey, maybe that's what they were trying to do on Cavalav. They were just trying to just trying to shake off that tired feeling that they were all feeling, you know? Yeah, a bit of energy about Sleeper them. boy. Yeah, yeah the fatigue. Know. The fatigue's kicking in. Oh, fatigue as well. Yeah, man. The Teague's kicking in fatigue as well, man. I'll Teague. <laughs> the Teague fatigue, man. Yeah. <laughs> got to, maybe, uh, maybe that's the problem with Carlton. They're just getting tired of the messages from the one bloke. they got Teague fatigue. <laughs> they got to freshen up. Get Matty Cottrell up in the box. His Give wife's my- really supportive, though, of, of, of David Teague. She's a real Teague fatigue. <laughs> Thanks very much, everyone. We- <laughs> <laughs> Should have left it at Ridley's, believe it or not. Oh, <laughs> my God. Just a mic drop. <laughs> See you, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> it would have been the shortest pod we ever, we've ever done, which would have been something. <laughs> it finally made it under 45 minutes. Yeah. Not today, though, Millie. We've got 55 bins right now. Maybe next week. Maybe. There's always next week. There's always next year. Now, Mio, do we have a little uh, little something something? Or do you wanna should we wrap that wrap that MFR up? Yeah, let's wrap her up. Let's that, wrap her up. Oh, hell yeah. Bow on it. It's done. Well you know what? It is sub an hour then. Take that, yeah. fans. Boosh. Look at that. We're uh. keeping this under an hour for you. Tight. A tight hour. That's if you could hour. find a spot to edit this episode, then you should tell us because we don't think there's anything that could be cut. This is wall to wall. Every little bit is gold. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is some Ridley level shit, man. Yeah, believe it or not, huh? <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's get it. Happy Footmas, everyone. We got <laughs> round footmas. round two of Footmas, which is leading into round 17 of the actual yeah. football. Yeah. Um, we'll Enjoy be back next week. Take. Enjoy. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate it. We'll catch you soon. Bye.